Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, our hosts look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Christmas time is here, by golly, disapproval would be folly. Deck the halls with hunks of holly, fill the cup and don't say when. Kill the turkeys, ducks, and chickens, mix the punch, drag out the dickens. Even though the prospect sickens, brother, here we go again. Ho, ho, ho. <coughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Ho, welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I'm the miserly Scrooge here to steal away all of the Internet's Christmas cheer by debunking their holiday myths. And I am ghost of podcast past Matt Saintsing. Welcome back, Matt. Thanks, buddy. And I'm the ghost of presently podcasting Cap. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm the ghost of podcast future, I guess, because I have not yet started my own podcast. CJ. You know, we're, we're, we're all introduced to the Dickens. Usually I I'm do. on the other end of that transaction. But. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a holiday episode, folks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we wanted to do a holiday special this year, and there, there is no greater gift than the gift of friendship. And um, that's why I, I invited Matt, Cap, and CJ onto the show today, because they are phenomenal. And without them, this entire Don't Wreck Yourself experience would not be possible from be- from from start to wherever we are now and wherever it goes in the future. Uh, Speaking of people who are swamped with various responsibilities around the holidays that I did stumble across this claim on the internet that Jill Biden is hiding satanic imagery in the White House Christmas decor. Uh, I'll give you guys one guess as to where I found this information. Truth Social. Ooh, I'm sure it's all over Truth Social, but no. I, I was going to say, I was going to say like something like o, like OAN, the news, the, the crazy news <laughs> network, something like that, right? Nailed or, to your front on, door. No stupid questions, maybe. That's <laughs> nope. It was on r slash conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> did you downvote it? Uh, I, you know what, I did. I did because I, my my first thought was it. It seems like kind of a dumb conspiracy, but then I saw the picture. And the picture does show a holiday wreath, and over it is a kind of creepy-looking golden goat-headed ornate decoration. So I, I went ahead and I threw that on a slide for you guys. Can you see it okay? Yeah. Honestly, no. Moderately. Moderately. <laughs> All I see is gold. It's like this is Trump's White House, as it looks like. Here. I think it's because it's of the devil. Well, yeah, oh, I, don't yeah. See, I don't see the devil because I, I always walk with Christ in my life. So that's why I'm not seeing this. <laughs> so I knew this came from the official White House photos. So I went ahead and I went to the official White House website and I found the origin image. This is actually a zoomed in part of an image and the actual goat headed decor is at the top of a gilded mirror frame over which a Christmas wreath has been placed. And then under that is a diorama of the White House and the Constitution where it says, we the people. Satanic imagery aside, this is just bad decorating covering up that beautiful mirror. Like, you can't even see anything in it. 
They put a wreath right in front of the mirror. Well, much like well, much like other American histories, we don't like taking a, a, a reflective. We don't like we don't like looking at an accurate picture in the mirror for ourselves here. So I think it's actually quite fitting. <laughs> it's like when you look at the Constitution, you only see yourself. Now you know what it's like to be a politician. Yeah, I don't think it looks satanic. I'll say it. Right. I I, it, it doesn't appear to be satanic to me. There's no pentagrams. If I came across this mirror at a satanic temple, I would not be surprised. Okay. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, okay. If I, if I saw that at a satanic temple, then yes, it looks satanic, right? Because the, the imagery looks satanic, but outside of that context, I, I could walk across that 50 times in different buildings and, and I would just be like, Oh, it's a Fox or a goat or whatever. The, I don't know animals, whatever. The yeah. Fuck if you were at a ranch. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful mirror. It's nice. Yeah. It looks like something old and expensive that would be inside the white house. It looks haunted. It looks haunted. (laughs) Or it looks like it could have come from a spirit Halloween store. (laughs) (laughs) Like it does give off that vibe. So the uh, the photo was taken by a guy named Jim Watson shooting for Getty Images, and it was used in the official White House press release. Beyond that, it's just like, okay, well, the question is, first of all, did Jill Biden put it there? Uh, Because like you mentioned, a lot of things are... A lot of the decor in the White House is stuff that has been passed down from administration to administration. And a lot of these rooms only get re-renovated every three or four administrations. So I went ahead and and because I because from the uh, photo credit, I knew that it was in the state dining room in the executive residence at the White House. So what I did is I just I, I typed in like other presidents and I looked for the same mirror. And sure enough. Donald Trump's first state dinner in 2018 features that very same satanic mirror. It must have been a deep state dinner is what it was for. <laughs> well, obviously, Obama put it there to sabotage him. Yeah, yeah. To curse him, to curse him. <laughs> I was going to say, are we sure Melania didn't put it there after her, like, lady in red, really <laughs> strange Christmas decorations that she put up when she was there? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are terrifying. If you're... Yeah, like that was wild. <laughs> techno Christmas. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a very MAGA Christmas. Yeah. And like all the MAGA crowd was like, "Yeah, this is completely normal." And you're like, "I don't think so though." <laughs> to be fair, those crazy ass decorations were the most normal thing that happened in that fucking house for 4 years, right? So <laughs> I, you know what, as a as a non-believer who's very who is fairly lukewarm about Christmas in general, because of my irreligiosity. I didn't pay much attention to how she decorated the white house. Just like I've never paid attention to how people decorate the white house. (laughs) (laughs) I do not give a shit. I don't think you need to be a non-Christian for that one. You just need to have more shit going on. I got bigger fish to fray. So yeah, Melania decorating the right, the white house with blood red Liberty trees or whatever the fuck they were, but does not even register on my radar. So I also found this image from 1985. This is from uh, current king, former philanderer and breaker of Princess Diana's hearts, uh, King Charles, his state visit in 1985. Uh, So we definitely uh, we definitely have it there. And then I also found it in a picture from 1962, uh, which was taken during the Kennedy administration. This mirror has been there since at least 1962. So 60 years, uh, unless Jill Biden went there as a child and installed her satanic Baphomet mirror. 1962, Joe Biden was like in his 40s. So it makes <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a notorious reverse cat burglar. He was a cat installer. He was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Ryan, what you're saying is that 
Kennedy put it there, and that's why he was assassinated because he was a Satanist. Oh my God! Uh, hold on, I'm gonna head over to r slash conspiracy and post this one. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> like there was like eight thousand files of Kennedy's assassination got declassified this week. Like, did you guys hear about oh, that? Like, eight, like, I saw that. I haven't looked into it. You know cr- I mean, that's what I'm doing later today. I'm getting a lot of pot and just reading through them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is I'm on r slash conspiracy every single day. Nobody is talking about the Kennedy files. All they're talking about is Elon Musk's Twitter drops. Well, that's because the mainstream media is reporting on the K- on the uh, KFC, on the, on the JFK on files. On the KFC <laughs> files, yeah. I mean, honestly, if they're putting the KFC files, I'd totally be all about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, the KFC files are just nude photos of Colonel Sanders. And that's all gravy, baby. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> if anything, the two giant golden eagles at the bottom of the mirror scare me more than the tiny little goat head at the top. That's the Kennedy I'm administration. Mayor, I was like, I don't know about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> those are like Nazi eagles. Yeah, they, look those like are Nazi Nazi eagles. they look like Nazi eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're way bigger than the skull. <laughs> I, did, I did not see that coming. This did get picked up a little bit by the mainstream media. Yahoo News reports Jessica Fredericks, assistant vice president of communications at the White House Historical Association, told the Associated Press that the mirror was made circa 1790 and was donated to the White House in 1946. I think we can say definitively that Jill Biden did not hide that satanic imagery in her Christmas <laughs> decorations. I didn't see all of her Christmas decorations. I don't know if she snuck a little snuck a little Beelzebub in somewhere, but this particular decoration is not one, a Christmas decoration, and two, was not installed by Jill Biden, and three, actually predates Jill Biden by a lot. Well, by you know, she is, she is, she has made her life own education, so there's probably some CRT buried in the <laughs> Christmas decoration. Um, so. <laughs> Do we know who donated it? Uh, the Rothschilds, probably. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, I was going to say it was yeah. like Alistair, Alistair Crowley. Crowley. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at us. George Soros' <laughs> senior did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that is definitively debunked. But before we leave the playground that is Magaland, <laughs> Donald Trump announced the other day that he had a well, this is this is how Donald Trump works. He announced that he has a major announcement. And then later that day, he made two announcements. One of those announcements, well, God, what was the other announcement? Maybe I won't even bring up the second announcement because the second announcement was completely overshadowed by his NFT cards. I didn't even know there was a second <laughs> announcement. Yeah, his there was another announcement, announcement that he found fucking peanut butter under, under the desk of his fucking thing. He's going to dipshit, right? You know? <laughs> so yeah, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump made two announcements. One was like a major like policy position announcement, uh, probably doubling down on tearing up the Constitution or something to that effect. Uh, but the one that everybody just their brains fucking exploded was the release of his NFT trading cards. Love it. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stop looking at this. Uh, Cap, would you do us the honor of describing the image that he used to promote his NFT uh, trading cards? Yeah, I am trying to break this down in my head. It is a <laughs> very poorly photoshopped Donald Trump as a very Ripley superhero <laughs> wearing wearing a wrestling belt and an American flag cape in a wrestling ring, <laughs> which is weird. I don't know if he's trying to be a superhero or a wrestler. I guess the wrestler makes more sense. He's a superhero who pretends to fight crime. So, I mean, this is probably the most accurate representation possible. And it says 45 on here five times. 
which is just wild. That's his jersey number. Yeah. Yeah. That's how many years yeah, it's yeah. it. I actually saw I saw I saw somebody uh posted a picture of a speed limit 45 sign with just a reelect taped over it. So it's very easy to like market the 45. Oh, that's smart. Uh, because it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are just embarrassing. The law and order people do love their vandalism. And I know hands, hands are the hardest thing, but these are bad. Hey, before we get too deep to get really depressed about this, the Donald Trump NFTs are currently surging at 350% of the value at launch. So they sold they, they sold out in 24 hours of this. Uh, yes. $99 a pop, 45,000 sold out in a day. So we're making fun of it, but like he's got a fucking following. It's right? money. Yeah. He's yeah. printing money. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. printing money right now. Well, that, that's and just it. So he's like, they've convinced themselves that making bad financial decisions is somehow owning the libs. Like, I've got to get this Donald Trump NFT. You have to as a money move. You have to have one as a money move. All this like r- record inflation stuff and people are spending $100 <laughs> on a fucking gaming card. doesn't even have a hologram <laughs> on it. Like, get out of here. Like, like NFTs have worked out so well for everybody else. You it know? doesn't even have game rules. Yeah. It's a bad NFT because I also read something earlier today that one of them didn't completely remove the Shutterstock logo out of it. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of them where they were just copy and pasting outfits from other pictures on Google and recoloring them. I don't, do, do they know that's not how NFTs work? Like NFTs are supposed to be like original artwork that are tied to the blockchain. So it is like a unique like fingerprint of the moment. Like this is like a one of a kind collectible. And they're copying and pasting from their Google image search. Is this what Donald Trump sees when he looks in the devil mirror? I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. But there was a major news network that also right click saved and copy and pasted like on air. And people were like, oh, you can do that? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's people, like, I, I can take a screenshot of like all these dumb fucking ape NFTs and people can say, well, you don't own it. I'm like, okay, what's well, my screen background, you dipshit? Like, so I don't That's care all if I need it. Own it. Yeah, yeah. I'm using it for example. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting everything I want out of this bike and I didn't have to pay anything. I don't care about not quote owning it. I think people talk about like art, artwork, but the difference between any NFT and art is if I buy an original Van Gogh, I can hang that on the wall and look at it every day. And it, right. If NFTs, I just have to, I just, I just can say that I own something and other people have to believe that. Right. Is yeah. really what, you know, if you like, if, if you look at a, if you look at a Van Gogh on your it's like they say, if you uh, if you give a man a Van Gogh on his phone, he looks at it for five seconds. And if you give a man an actual Van Gogh, he spends the rest of his life fighting art thieves. So, yeah, like it's an adventure and it's an adventure on a canvas. I mean, you can't you can look at it, but you also have to defend it. And eventually you can sell it for a profit. I would like to know how many people bought this NFT and have no viable way of like like internet security wise of actually making sure it stays there and how many people get hacked in like the next well, week. My, my understanding is you have to like viable NFT wallet, which I assume is a place where you put your digital files. So half of them are lost. Now. Yes. A hundred percent. They're gone. 90, They're 90, inaccessible. 90, 95%, 95% of them are bought by people who are waiting for the envelope to arrive in the mail with their commemorative Donald Trump NFT card. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I, just, I don't, this is like we all know what Donald Trump looks like, and I don't want to body shame anyone. <laughs> but couldn't they have made ones of him like signing policies with sharpies? Things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is like, policy. 
This is a man with, this is like Rob Liefeld levels of poorly drawn muscles. I know Rob Liefeld probably doesn't like Trump, but what is this? Yeah, the man shovels McDonald's in his arteries like it's his job, and he looks like this. Like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. All of them, though, they like, they slim his face. It's so weird. Do you think, do you think that he needs this? Do you think that he needs this projected in his bedroom at night? <laughs> to get off, for yeah. For his, like, alone time with Melania? I think he needs it projected in his brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, what I love about the the wrestling imagery, because obviously it's it's kayfabe, like, Donald, this is kind of saying the yeah. quiet part out loud, like, he's a big fucking fake, just like a fucking professional wrestler. Yeah. And the best part is, the, the inside of the ring says Trump. They don't put the, they don't put the fighter's name on the inside of the ring. He owns the ring. And his belt, his belt says Trump champion. That means the only people yeah, he beat he are Don Jr., himself Ivanka, <laughs> Eric, Tiffany, and Baron. He beat the shit out of all of them. And now he's the Trump champion. I, mean, I believe that. I do believe that. <laughs> I do believe that. I'm surprised he didn't make I, his cop piece a little more, you know. I think the kids could probably beat Trump's ass, but they won't. Because he's like conditioned them. It's like, you let me beat your ass. Like Eric and Donald Jr. were like, yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think I think they will eventually make their move. But I have a feeling they're all just sitting around waiting for the series finale of Succession. That's how they find out how to beat their dad. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Turns out old age. (laughs) Spoiler. Can we make NFTs of when Trump's on trial here in a few days? It turns out a big mind. A Big Mac's going to give him congestive heart failure, and he's just going to kill uh, No way. Donald day. Trump eats Big Macs for breakfast. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you saying, Cap? Jesus Christ, this man. I, I just, I'm so bothered by this man. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> His face, he's just staring at me still. I need to scroll down. So bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, and just like, I guess, a final note, wearing the flag as a cape is actually a violation of the flag code. You're not supposed to do it. You're not supposed to it wear the American is. flag. I don't give a shit. Go ahead. Wear it. Whatever. Yeah. Wear it. Burn it. Do whatever yeah. you want to yeah. do. Yeah. 100%. That's uh, freedom of everything. But let's say hypothetically speaking, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, you have a drunk uncle who forwards emails to you that you also need to get a Christmas present. Like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe you have a secret Santa thing going on in your family. And you draw Uncle Keith. Scooter. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Daryl. You you draw one of the many Daryls in your life. (laughs) No, my other brother, Daryl. So let's say say they're not hip to NFTs. What could you get your MAGA friend or family for Christmas? A box of 556. Oh. I saw saw a great gift. I was out shopping with my brother the other day. And there is a Donald Trump puzzle that when you put it together is a picture of Joe Biden. And I think that is just the funniest fucking thing ever. It's got Trump on the front. It says it's the Trump puzzle. And then when you put all the pieces together, it's just a picture of Joe Biden's face. uh, I don't know if you can see. I don't know if you can see the screen that I'm sharing right now, but that is literally... A screenshot of oh shit no I was I was like I was like wow what a great segue into Cap's topic I was like that seems seamless it was like totally natural and you guys are playing a great part turns out you just stumbled you're just you're just like walking around the minefield blindfolded hoping to find one and you did right (laughs) I was on the Google Doc (laughs) all right so so to so to to lift the veil on our (laughs) professional wrestling I am projecting a slideshow for my co-host to see so that we're all on roughly the same page but 
most of these topics are already in a Google Doc because it's e- easier to do your organization ahead of time. So Cap was in the Google Doc and didn't see that I'd slipped this photo <laughs> of a screenshot of a text. And it's from it's from this person's mother. And it says, is this your idea of a joke? And it's a picture of President Donald Trump 500 piece puzzle with most of Joe Biden's face done. And then the son says, yeah, LOL. So and then she says, you aren't welcome here for Christmas. Your grandpa is furious. <laughs> It's a it, it's a great gag, but I, I mean, if we're gonna pick it apart a little bit here to see, is this is it? So I think a claim is is this an actual real text? Is the first thing we kind of have to? Is this a real conversation someone had? Do you, do you think, Ryan? I, I think it I think it is because Cap just confirmed that this product exists. Yeah, but like, okay, the pro, the product existing being one thing. Those are two claims. Does the puzzle exist? And if it does, is it made by Cards Against Humanity? Because it's a great <laughs> troll, right? Uh, but like. You see the f- the photo of Biden being put together. There's no way this man put together that much of Biden without stopping and realizing what was I don't going know, on. Man, they're both old rich white men. They all kind of look the same. That's true. W- one's like yeah, Grandpa's that's true. vision might not be what it used to be. That's a good point. And most most people who are involved in the MAGA movement have trouble seeing what's right in front of their fucking face. So. <laughs> they have a hard time putting things together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like a month in to that 500 piece puzzle. That's a fair point. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, it's just the same dude. <laughs> what a what, what what a fucking snowflake if that pisses you off. Like, it, it would just be like, oh, you got. I would be like, oh, you got me, and go on with my day, right? You know. <laughs> It's funny. But we know that we know that the people that call snowflakes snowflakes or the people that throw that term around are the (laughs) actual snowflakes because it's like, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. And then you tell them something. You like tell them that their Trump NFT is fake and then they try and shoot you. So <laughs> yeah. You are from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Both of you, Cap, you live in Georgia too, right? So true. And lived, right and you've lived to tell the tale so far. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, point of order, CJ used to live in Georgia, but he moved north. Oh, okay. Well, how far north? <laughs> like, right. South Carolina. <laughs> okay, that is the more racist of the two Carolinas. I would maybe, I, you know. Uh, it I say, is, it I say, is. When you cross the, the, the billboard difference between North and South Carolina is fucking crazy, <laughs> right? The billboard, the North Well, Car- we have Lindsey Graham. Yeah, oh, so enough that, said, enough said. That makes us infinitely worse than North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Tim Yikes. Bud's going to spread his wings. <laughs> Tim Scott. No, not Tim Scott. Tim Budd. The guy who, the guy who Tim just Budd? went in North Carolina. Oh, Tim Budd. Okay, yeah. The other Tim from a Carolina elected <laughs> to the Senate. Yeah, I got it. Carolina's got a lot of Tims. <laughs> and I got a buck, too. I love it because every, every election cycle, it's like South Carolina's we're like, we can elect a Democrat. And it's like, yeah, cool. No, you're not. It's like, it's like, yeah, we uh, can. We're not going to, but we could. Well, yeah. <laughs> we can do it. You well, guys here's can the good do news. It. You are going to get to pick the Democratic nominee, uh, at least. I don't know about that. I don't know if you've looked at Henry, Henry McMaster lately, but he is literally <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn, and he has a state <laughs> in a state. I assume that is your illustrious governor. <laughs> yes, yes. And we also... Okay, fun fact, tangent, I'll stop talking about it after this. We just elected a state superintendent of education who got her, who just received her master's degree in education in six months from Bob Jones (laughs) University. So we are, (laughs) we 
I was going to be like, oh, it's from University of Phoenix or something, but this is way worse than that. <laughs> it is. And my wife is a my wife is in state education, so we're uh, in a really oh, great wow. meet over here. Yeah. Uh, has there has there been a "Don't Wreck Yourself" segment on that uh, Brian Kemp commercial? No. Uh, which Brian Kent com- oh Kemp God. commercial is it? The one where he endorses through gritted teeth one Herschel Walker? No, it's the one where he cocks his shotgun and says he's going to drive around and pick up oh. illegals. <laughs> I love that one. And there's like explosions I in the background. It's it's like that's unreal. literally how those two dudes. That one and the one where he threatened to shoot. Where he threatened to shoot his daughter's boyfriend. Oh my that God. was a good one too. <laughs> using using state power to execute your fucking the exactly. person fucking your daughter. Right? <laughs> Every dad out there is like goals, right? <laughs> Every dad down here for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All the fantasy football champions. Also, I had. Uh, so I went. I was blessed to go to a World Series game, and I had better tickets than Marjorie Taylor <laughs> Greene. I was four rows ahead of her. Well, she'll have none of that. And she was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> she's still seething about it. She's like, I saw that Democrat down there. <laughs> That's probably not the word she would use. <laughs> it started with an N oh, and ended with a hard. I was going to say like an asshole so, or something. Okay. Yeah. No, it, well, it starts with a, it starts with a hard and ends with a hard R. Is it New Deal Democrat voter? Is it neighbor? Is it neighbor? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, God, she's an embarrassment to my whole state. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> to the whole nation, too. Let's, I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but, but definitely your state. I was, my, the school I went to is in her district. So Rome, Georgia is my... I consider that like one of my homes and I'm like, oh, great. Thank you for that. Oh, but speaking of homes, you can't go back to this next topic comes from our Am I the Asshole? It was posted by user Luke Problem 135. (laughs) And I'm assuming this is I'm assuming this is a woman. Well, it says Luke Problem. Oh, her husband's Luke. Okay, so this is a throwaway account. The question is, am I the asshole for telling my parents I won't attend their Christmas celebration until they send my husband a separate invitation? (laughs) What? Yeah, she's the asshole. Gut reaction, unless you are separated from your husband, but still plan to see him there. I cannot imagine a scenario Mm. where that would be called for. Why does she want more mail? I would like less mail. Yes. The world would be a better place with less males. This podcast would definitely be a place with less mouths. This episode. <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, how old are you that you expect uh, invitations to like fucking parties? People send me a text nowadays, yeah. right? You know, like, like you're waiting for a gig. Like, this person definitely still sends Christmas cards. I got a few of them in the mail every now and then, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that old that I should be getting me, right? You know, or this is like a, uh, we send Christmas cards. Well, you're fucking 70, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah, I am. Fair. Fair. Well, maybe I'm the Fair. asshole here, I guess. I should be sending Christmas cards. Right? No, it's dumb, but it's a way to show your kids grow and they're still alive. Okay, that, I think that that's makes sense. The biggest that makes sense. Also like, How many okay, people Facebook? your age do you send them to, CJ? Oh, good, good question. Or people, non-family members or non-family members. So my wife is in charge of the Christmas cards and we send them to a lot of people, but uh, I'm still waiting on mine. 
It is everybody that sends you, everybody that sends us a card pretty much gets a card. So, so it's like a close sure. loop. Uh, and I'm not sure. It's like the BOGO model I'll, of Christmas so cards. I'll say, I'll say this too. I'll say this too. We're in South Carolina. I feel like South Carolina is way more like etiquette centric. All right. Then it's like very old South. And I feel like some of those traditions have stood and it's like, you send people cards. And I'm like, why do we send people cards? Just because. So you do it. Etiquette question. How long do you keep that card? Ooh, good question. Through the season. So we have what? a thing in our we have a we have a thing in our kitchen. There's like a Jess has a like a festive Christmas ribbon. And we All right. clip them on there as we get them. And after Christmas, we toss them all. My rule of thumb is I keep them until I like I keep them until I can no longer masturbate to them. That's it right there. (laughs) Okay, okay. It's a great way of sending updates about kids. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be doing that? Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think we found our outtake for the episode. Uh, (laughs) I only listen. I only masturbate to pictures of friendly snow people. They're not even they're not even humans, just anthropomorphic snow people. They might have pipes. They might have carrot noses. Hot, sexy, big, fat carrot noses, and oh, throbbing, <laughs> veiny carrots, and rain and reindeers like and reindeer <laughs> running away from me, but still kind of like turning back and winking a little bit. <laughs> Ryan, you're born to be in the South. Then you're just a deer hunter. You just don't want to admit it. You just you just love that. You're like I want to get that deer. <laughs> Aaron has her work cut out for her with you, dude. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know you can see horses from that window, so oh, that's why. That's why he like doesn't roll down the window. He's like, no, I'm gonna keep it open and look at the horses. <laughs> no, it's because I was backlit. We had a, we've had a few horse episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the 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 question asker says, "I'll preface this by saying that my husband Luke, male, thirty two, does not get along with my parents." You can't tell who's right or who's wrong. There's always this ongoing tension between them, but can be civil enough to sit together at one table. And then she got a she got a, a Christmas invitation. The invitation included the question asker and Luke, the husband. But Luke thought that this was somewhat rude and disrespectful because he believes he should get his own invitation and not have his name mentioned as an extension to mine. That's really all the explanation Shut I need. Nothing that comes after that. Oh, dude. Yeah. So is this dude? It's the dude? Uh, yeah. Luke is the asshole. No, yeah, fuck Luke that is dude. the asshole. Fuck Luke. Luke is fuck absolutely Luke. the asshole, and this woman <laughs> is an asshole for going along with him. Yeah, she's kind of like, well, yeah, she's definitely like encouraging it, or he's probably encouraging her. I don't know. Either way, um, you're all the asshole. Yeah. Get get the fuck out of here. Prima donna. Like, well, this is definitely the guy to get pissed about that puzzle. This is the kid, definitely <laughs> the kind of guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I bet you I can guess what him and the, her family argue about. <laughs> Like I would get if I were Luke, I would get more pissed off if I went to the mail because I'm a dad now and I get excited about checking the mail. The mail truck pulls up and (laughs) I am there and I'm like, why do I have two of the same pieces of mail? They said it would be discreet packaging. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't like the mail that much then. (laughs) I don't I want I want but I get so I go to the mail and it's a cathartic like 
action for me. I go out there. I know 90. It's the only quiet time I have in my day. Like, <laughs> I know 90% of it's going to be junk mail and I got to throw it away. So if I get a lot of junk mail, cool. But if I get two of the same mail, I get mad that I have a lot of mail. But then I also get mad. I'm like, why did they pay double to send this to me? Yeah. I get mad for them. So Luke's a dickhead. When they could have spent, they could have spent ninety nine dollars for a unique, one hundred percent original NFT of the greatest president who ever lived. And by the way, <laughs> just to to go back to that previous topic because I forgot to mention there is a video announcement for this too. It's not just the social media posts. And in oh, that yeah. video announcement, he declares that he is the greatest U.S. president ever, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. You know, you can you can go back through history's warts. You know the the. There's so much to unpack. <laughs> how, how is that? There, there is a lot to unpack, especially when you consider CRT being like this rallying cry for, for Republicans <laughs> and conservatives. This idea that we're going back in time and we're we're diminishing our founding fathers. It's like this guy with a gold fucking toilet who poses a superhero <laughs> as a superhero wrestler and tried to overthrow the, uh, the fucking peaceful transfer of power in the United States. Is your ringleader. Like, how is that not how is that not more degrading to the founding fathers than just saying, well, Thomas Jefferson had some great ideas, but guess what? He also owned slaves. And that was pretty fucking terrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> I also want to go on record that I'm anti-slavery. You guys I want to go. You, know? <laughs> you kind of have to now, especially if you're going to run for office in America. Because Clarence Thomas is going to repeal all that shit. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. As as long as Clarence Thomas stays married to his interracial wife, he can't be like too no, hard. No, I against think that's it. his like, only way out. You're gonna go so far. Uh, yeah, I think he just wants a divorce. <laughs> Actually, no. I just came to that realization. He wants to get divorced, but he doesn't want to do it himself. He's like, I got to make it unconstitutional. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna do it little by little. He's gonna do it little by little. Like they, they got Roe, they got Roe v. Wade done. He's just like, oh, sweetie, we can't have sex anymore. What if you get pregnant? She's like, well, I'm seventy. He's like. Yeah, but better not to risk it. And then next stop, he's going to be like, gay marriage, but that's a distraction. That's just to be like, oh, look, well, I kind of have to do the interracial marriage now that I've outlawed gay marriage. It wouldn't be ideologically consistent if I didn't. And she's like, but then we wouldn't be married. And he goes, and then she would say divorce is a sin. And then he would say, we're not getting uh divorced. We're constitutionally nullifying it. I'm going to kill you. And then then he murders her. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting divorced because I'm going to kill you. I don't have to get divorced. I, I think yeah. the worst the worst part is um, when he eats her. Uh, did not see Clarence Thomas as a cannibal, but you know it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think everybody agrees that this couple is absolutely the asshole, and this woman's poor parents. Yeah, hundred percent. They are yeah. getting gaslit by somebody. Here, here's how invitations work in my family. You're lucky, like if we're feeling really on top of shit, you get a fucking Facebook invite. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You get a yeah, fucking Facebook yeah. invite. Otherwise, it's a text message. It's a mention on a phone call. Yeah, ain't nobody yeah. out here fucking doing handwritten invitations, putting them in envelopes and mailing them to South no. Carolina. You might get one from South Carolina, but I warn you, CJ, you're I not getting people- one back. I tell people if I have something going on at my house, you know, if you're invited to it, I don't have to send you an invite. Just show the fuck up. If I have to tell you that you're invited, you're not invited. Like, uh, oh yeah, don't worry. You'll you'll know when you're threatened. (laughs) Just show up. If you show up and you're not supposed to be here, Jess will give you the worst look in your life. Excuse yourself from the orgy. 
Like legit, we do so we do a Super Bowl party every year and we cook things. We cook a lot of food and people just show up and they're they text me, what time am I supposed to be there? I say, you can be here. If you're invited, you know it. And I think that goes along the lines of my Georgia like blood. When I lived in the mountains, people didn't lock the doors. Mm. They just didn't. You just walked in if you were invited. If you knock on the door, you're the police or you're somebody that I don't want to see. So and and everything up in the mountains of Georgia happens on mountain time anyway. So it doesn't matter. It, like exactly. You could send somebody a, you could send somebody a text and say, hey, be at my house at noon. They might show up at 1130. They might show up at five. That's mountain time. <laughs> mountain time. Like <laughs> if you show up at noon, if you show up at noon, you're going to be in charge of like setting something up. So don't be on time. <laughs> if you show up at noon, you're a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but let's say you are hosting a holiday party. And I, I actually I, I snuck this one in there just for CJ. I like this one. Uh, this. So I, I found this. It's a meme. It says men wrapping gifts. And it is possibly the worst gift wrapping job ever. And then says men using a smoker. And it looks like uh, looks like maybe a pork loin wrapped in bacon. But the bacon is intricately woven. It's a bacon yeah. weave. It's a yeah, bacon it's a, the bacon's intricately woven like around this piece of meat. For a pie. <laughs> it yeah. is. So it I is. guess first question, like this, this meme exists in two parts. First question is, you guys any good at wrapping gifts? No, mine looks exactly like Not that. Not at all. Mine look very much like that. Yeah. It's t- I do a terrible job. I of everything I do, but also wrapping. <laughs> Cap. I think if, if if a gift, if you can't see the gift, it's wrapped. <laughs> I can't see the gift in this picture. It's wrapped. But is it a good wrap? <laughs> Cap's also bad at wrapping. He's also bad. Yeah. <laughs> Cap coming to the defense. So I like to pretend I'm good at wrapping and I wrap and I do a good job until the last little bit. And there's a little bit of the gift showing. <laughs> and my wife is like, how do you do this every time? And I like just. And then you got to cut a patch of paper. <laughs> I know I cut a little square and I just tape it there and she's like this is ridiculous you know you know what we should do we should all get pictures of like presents that we wrap and put them on Instagram and have people guess or have people said who does the best wrap job here little holiday thing because mine are horrible I'll be honest you know I either have the little patch the little square or I have like doubled over five times because I took too much paper and my well, wife's pissing off your kids on Christmas morning, like motherfucker again. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, why is it so much paper on this? I, it's like I want to make sure it was covered. I, I have a scale. I, I start good, <laughs> and then I maybe start having a drink while I'm wrapping all these presents, or maybe smoke a little bit, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse until they're in bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, I I am remarkably inconsistent. When it comes to wrapping, like I can wrap something and it might look okay. It really depends on the shape of the object. Like some things just wrap better than others. Um, so true. I, I do okay with big, like the closer it is, the closer it is to a cube, the better. I think. Mm, yeah. I, what about a book, like a rectangle type a, a of thing? Book. You know, I might just what I what I might do is I might uh, put that, lay it down on a square of wrapping paper. I fold the square over. I take the two ends and I twist them. 
Okay. Uh, you make it look like a bonbon. Make it look like a bonbon. Yeah, like a little wrapped candy. So yeah, I guess I'm in the first camp. Uh, and as far as the men using smokers, uh, I don't have a smoker, but I do a lot of fairly intricate cooking. So I can confirm this is this is me to a T. <laughs> oh, I can ra- I can wrap a brisket in peach paper using the minimal <laughs> amount of paper like nobody's business. Like I can make that and tuck it in real nice. Have zero, like not a whole lot of air in there. This is 100% accurate. I can wrap a brisket way better than I can wrap a gift. Now, now CJ, our co-hosts today, our two co-hosts are both vegetarians. So can you give them an example that they could possibly resonate with? Yeah, what is this brisket? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) How would you wrap a, say, piece of cauliflower in tofurkey bacon? I was just going to say cauliflower. Yeah. (laughs) I know what a biscuit is. I'm trying to think. (laughs) I'll just say with wrapping any sort of food, you have to like reduce the amount of air around it. So like you gotta, you gotta place it on there. You gotta tuck it in real tight. I, I think it goes to the fact that I just put a lot more effort into meat than I do (laughs) presents. It's just the way that I do things. The present, I don't care how much I spent on it. I'm just upset that Jess isn't wrapping it. (laughs) <laughs> and with brisket I am doing the whole thing I'm like okay we're tucking this in tight would you let Jess wrap your brisket absolutely not <laughs> we made the same face <laughs> have you ever given meat as a gift like have you given someone a brisket or uh, or something like as like a I think charcuterie. I'm curious how you wrap that. I have you wrap that. (laughs) I haven't. I haven't. And the face that I'm making is the realization that I could. Oh, yeah. I want to send, I'm going to send you all a picture of a gift I was proud of this year. I got all of the uh, testicle having people in my family some ball deodorant. (laughs) What? (laughs) And I I wrapped it this way where there are two little ornaments dangling from the end of it. And they got to pull oh, them out of beautiful. their stocking. Oh, so it just looks, beautiful. and then when you pull it out of the stocking, there's these nice golden orbs hanging from the bottom. That's hilarious. And I, <laughs> I didn't know ball deodorant is a thing, but I'm definitely going to look into that for later. Uh, not, use, for, not as a uh, gift. Use right. code I will send you a link. May I guess go ahead, as go to the provenance of this ball deodorant? Is it in fact a manscaped product? Oh, Kat! As I'm Kat's wearing the shirt, shirt on this. <laughs> I am not currently in contract with them, so we can talk about manscapes all we want. Yeah, our contract yeah. just ran oh, out. Oh no! So. <laughs> I am going to. But their products are great. Their ball deodorant is. I am. Fantastic. I am going I to recommend. miss your manscaped ads. Maybe they'll come back if they send us an email back. I think they were happy with us. I, I was thrilled. I think you. I, I think you had the best manscaped ads on the market. I've talked about balls so much this year. Like my wife doesn't listen to shrimp and crits, but she does listen to your manscaped ads. (laughs) Uh, At work, there is not one, but two people that I know that have one ball, which really, yeah, right. Which really, yeah, right. They're always together. (laughs) Um, We should hang. It really like, it really, <laughs> it, it really makes me think um, how many one bald men are walking around that we don't know about it. They just happen to both confide in me. And I'm like, wow, I feel like that's kind of weird. You get one but, ball you know, in each year and you're um, like, you guys should meet. What, yeah. <laughs> well, one of the guys, he lost his ball in Afghanistan, which is, you know, um, talk, he, where he did not indeed have a ball. 
um, the other guy it was like it was like a cancer yeah. thing, you know. Uh, the guy, but yeah. either way, the, the only other way to the only other way to lose a testicle other than cancer and war is like you get stuck to a stadium seat or something. Michael Lewinsky, no, not Michael Lewinsky, uh, uh, Bob it, Bob it, Bob it. Yeah, the other '90s scandal that we all knew in high school and middle school. I think the next Indiana Jones movie is going to find that lost ball in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the trailer. We, left the, we abandoned the ball on the battlefield. We got to go back, put in SEAL Team Dick to go in and get him. <laughs> Yeah, you're familiar with SEAL Team Dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel like this is my finest military hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, anyway, on that, the ball thing, we got segued on that yeah. real quick. <laughs> well, speaking of, what does that red hat say behind you? This doesn't have to go on the show, but I got to know. CJ, oh, this one? Yeah. Make America Great Again. <laughs> I just, it's white lettering on a red hat. It was, when I, I worked in, it was when I worked in beer. Okay, Make okay. Make <laughs> <screen again. laughs> Before we go on, I just need to know. I was like, know. Alan West, is that you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah, that one's good. Nice, that was very nice, good. Nice. <laughs> uh, CJ, would you mind reading that cap for our audience so they know what's very good? Read the cap to cap. <laughs> yes. This is my red hat that looks very much like a Make America Great Again hat. It says, made you look, <laughs> fuck everyone. Uh, and it is from uh, Rolling Death Maui. I think they're sold out there. So. Where do Excellent. you wear that, CJ? Obviously to your MAGA family Christmas. Yes. Yes. I wear that. Um, Going to vote for Lindsey Graham, obviously. Mostly around the house and nowhere with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to wear it out one time. I was like, you're not doing that. I'm like, why? She's like, because. It's like, but it's funny. It is funny. And she said, no, no, go put it back. You have a hundred other hats. Uh, you can wear another one. A couple of like uh, the only people who wear those dumb MAGA hats in D.C. are tourists. And they don't realize what they're doing when they're walk- wearing that hat in Washington, D.C. And a few of them went to the campus of Howard University just up the road from where I am now. And they got fucking jumped by <laughs> <laughs> wearing MAGA hats. Good, yeah, good. Rightly, rightly so. Uh, they fucked yeah. around I'm, and they I'm found not out. Going to, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say good, but there's going to be a like. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not going <laughs> to condone political violence, but I'm not going to like. I'm not going to like ice over the the warm feeling in the pit of my stomach. That's just like, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, like it starts right around the yeah, diaphragm. You, you go- it's like it's like my heart, it's like my heart grew three sizes while I was listening to you tell that story. But I'm never going to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like if you go poke the bear, I don't get mad when the bear fucking shows you the business, right? So, so while you might find cause. To wrap presents year round, we all know the reason for the current season is none other than one Mr. <laughs> I, I have it written down here. Jesus Christ, 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 Christ. I've heard it both ways. So I do I do have a topic that I wanted to share with you guys today. Uh, it's from r slash no stupid questions. It's posted by user Bibbo the original. And he wants to know, did Jesus celebrate Hanukkah? Guys, gut reaction to this. Do you think Jesus celebrated Hanukkah? Yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah. Totally. That that real guy Jesus, he loved he loved the stuff. Well, I think you hit on something Hanukkah Hanuk- Hanuk- from Hanuk- Hanuk- Hanukkah predates Jesus. Yes, it does. Right? Yeah. So if he was a Jew, then it would make sense to reason that he celebrated yep. Hanukkah. 
Mm-hmm. So Hanukkah mm-hmm. in the current modern context is sort of cre- is sort of treated as a parallel to Christmas, but it's in reality a fairly minor Jewish holiday. Jesus eight crazy nights, dude. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm, I'm sorry. A minor holiday. <laughs> well, it's Rosh Hashanah the last four months. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Jesus, the historical Jesus, if such a man, if if, and I'm, I am going to caveat that with saying, if such a figure can be said to have existed. He was essentially a a traveling rabbi, and he is in a tradition of outspoken, charismatic, rabbinical preachers. So he is preceded fairly directly by John the Baptist. Uh, There's also other figures running around in the Middle East at that time, like a guy named Honey, the circle maker. If you're unfamiliar with Honey's work, it's pretty simple. He would draw he would draw a circle around himself and pray for rain, and then it would rain. Jesus falls into this sort of pattern of a of a, of a charismatic rabbinical teacher who's also a, a miracle worker. Would he have celebrated Hanukkah? Hanukkah is based on a story from the Maccabean Revolt, and that that predates Jesus by a couple hundred years. There's no reason to assume that a practicing Jewish person at Jesus's time would have ignored that holiday. That's got to piss off a lot of evangelicals out there to know that Jesus celebrated Hanukkah. Uh, yeah. What tell you tell him he's not white. White, white, blue-eyed, blonde-haired Jesus. To which, right? to which I think they would respond, <laughs> but you don't think he was celebrating his birthday? <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, he probably went to Chili's and got a free creme brulee like everyone else. <laughs> At Bethlehem, Bethlehem chilies. <laughs> what we know about early Christian sects operating in the in the Near East is a lot of them were actually apocalyptic cults, uh, which is how you end up with like the Book of Revelations. Yeah, not much has changed. Uh, one of the one of the main conflicts between Jesus and the Pharisees was that he felt that they were too closely allied and tied to the Roman political system, which was inextricably tied to their religious system. So they were hanging out with Neoplatonists and which is just a just a fun way of saying that they were they were corrupting the old ways, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it's it's very unlikely that he would have ignored any of the Jewish holidays. Uh, even the the appeal of the New Testament to Christians was that it eliminated a lot of the strictures of the Old Testament. That's that's one of the reasons why Christianity was so successful. The only reason why it had that room is because of the 70 CE destruction of the temple at Jerusalem. Once you eliminate the temple, you lose the core of the Jewish faith from both a political and a practical position. And Christianity is in many ways, a response to the destruction of that of the second temple, but so is rabbinical Judaism. So like while we think of Jewish faith being a continuous thing, unbroken. So from Abraham forward, we, we tend to think of Judaism as being this unbroken chain of events, but it's not. There's there are periods within uh, within the Jewish faith. You have the first temple period, the exile period, the second temple period. And then you have the rabbinical period after the destruction of the temple, which was the cultural and political center of Judaism. So did Jesus celebrate Hanukkah? There's no reason not to until 40 years after he died. So while a lot of early Christians wow. might not have celebrated Hanukkah, Jesus probably did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned, uh, it's just a fun tidbit, I learned a fun fact about my specific people, the Ashkenazi Jews, um, that there was such a bottleneck on our people, uh, can't imagine why, at a certain time period that all of us are 30th cousins. Like, that's how tight... Wow. The Ashkenazi group is 
It's very interesting. I learned yeah, that but, the other day. It's not but, funny. No, no, no it's, all, I think it's, it's, it's funny. Like, <laughs> if you marry your 30th cousin, I don't have an issue with that. Not that it's even my best. If you marry yeah. your first cousin, I don't have an issue with that. God does, dude. <laughs> post, it, <laughs> post it on yeah, OnlyFans. People will love it. <laughs> step, 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 sister. Step, so, Shiksa. Uh, to answer Bibbo the Original's Shiksa. original question, <laughs> yes, Jesus probably celebrated Hanukkah if Jesus existed. And I'm not saying he did. Which is a controversial take in the holiday <laughs> or, season. We're all celebrating his birthday yeah. in a few days. So, <laughs> uh, But speaking of celebrating Jesus's birthday, the only gift I give is whiskey. So this next question could be a problem for me. <laughs> this is from r slash am I the asshole? That's right. A lot of assholes around Christmas, guys. This is posted by user O. Well, actually, it's O-M-O-M-2122. So uh, it's either Momo spelled oh, backwards mom. or O-Mom. Hmm. <laughs> And this woman says, my husband's family likes to drink. Every holiday includes multiple bottles of wine slash cocktails. I hate drinking and I have never drank. My father was an alcoholic. I think it's childish if you can't have fun without drinking. This year, I'm hosting Christmas for a change. I decided since it's at my house, no alcohol allowed. We are all getting older and it's time to grow up. Um, I'm going to skip the the next two paragraphs of text and just say that her sister-in-law is now hosting a competing Christmas event where alcohol will be allowed and nobody's going to hers. <laughs> I'm going to her sister-in-law's. <laughs> if you're telling me that the blood of Christ is childish <laughs> and we can't have that, then you're the asshole, I think. Especially at Christmas. Yeah, he, it is childish and it's baby Jesus, which is the reason for the season. <laughs> As it's supposed to be Catholic, yes, the blood of Christ is delicious. <laughs> the reason of the season. I like my blood of Christ mold. Yeah. With spices. Ooh. <laughs> Frankincense, myrrh. Does she really expect people to go to her house if there's a competing party with alcohol? Well, there wouldn't have been a competing party. It sounds like she she drove her guests away. Yeah, I f- yeah. yeah, she's like, don't come here. There's no alcohol. I want all the fun people to come to my house. And it's like, oh, there's nobody. <laughs> I feel bad for her husband. I got the water pong all set up, ready to go. <laughs> Seltzers. <laughs> LaCroix, ready. I feel like your house, your rules, you can do whatever you want. Totally. But also, too, uh, it's Christmas, man. So many people are getting fucked up. I'm <laughs> one of them. Uh, if you... the, the, the it's not like it's not like it, I would understand it more if it was like, hey, look, no smoking in my house. Right. Yeah. I mean, OK. Yeah, I get it. Like, but like, I mean, you're just being a Debbie Downer. Like, I like to get fucked up in the holidays. And if you don't want to, then you don't have to do it. But she made it. The reason why there's a competing party is because she made it high and mighty. She's like, oh, by the way, no mm-hmm. alcohol because you, you know, we, we're better than that. We're older. And someone's like, well, fuck that. I'm not, you know. So if she was just like cool about it well, then i think it would well, be that's a different just it. she's she's you know? she's trying to pull the adult card on other adults yeah and you can't do that yeah which it never works out yeah just if i'm waking up at 5 a.m on my day off i'm going to drink liquor at 5 15 like it's yeah. just a given fair enough if people are getting rowdy just send them home call them an uber if that's what you're worried about like you can drink and not get drunk yeah you know I mean, you can. I don't know why you would, but I mean, you definitely. Yeah, man, no, I'm like, just kidding, right? yeah. now, does this change based on the holiday too? Because I mean, obviously, we just discussed whether or not Jesus attended Hanukkah celebrations. His first miracle was water into wine. He loved the stuff. He, he was literally producing it by the barrel full. Yeah, good, good luck cutting Jesus off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, why is my toilet full of wine? Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Oh, that darn Jesus. He got <laughs> so us again. Think, <laughs> have you been drinking today? No, just well hydrated, so officer. I, I think this group of <laughs> I, I think this group of problem drinkers has ascertained that this person is an asshole. Yes. 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 All right. Well, that's cool. Fuck that lady. <laughs> make your own rules for a party, but don't make another party out of spite. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here I'm gonna backtrack a slide. Because <laughs> you you raise a good point. It's just like obviously we we've determined that this woman is the asshole for banning alcohol at Christmas and talking down to her relatives. Is her husband's sister an asshole for throwing a competing party when she knows that there's already a family party planned? It's definitely petty. <laughs> it it's, is. It's definitely petty. Um, I could see how it could be asshole behavior, but something tells me that their relationship is already strained. That sure. this wasn't probably the the straw that broke the camel's back. It's petty, but I, as a non-participating spectator, I love to see it. Right? Yeah, it's, it is. It's about perspective. You know, the, the sister with the bad party thinks she's the asshole, but the people who want to drink don't. This lady does strike me as the type of person who's going to send separate invitations to both husband and wife of, of every couple. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, like, she's on, she's on our Am I the Asshole. She finds that other lady's post and she's like, we should fucking hang. Yeah, right. Do you want to come to my dry party? Yeah, but you have to. But if you're going to invite my husband, invite us separately. <laughs> By the way, I have three kids. If it's family friendly, I'm going to need three more of those bad boys. Oh, God. All right, but let's say you do bring your kids to a Christmas party. Uh, Our next topic is from r slash life pro tips posted by user son of Krampus. So we got a a Christmas authority figure on our hands. They give the advice that if a child asks you if Santa Claus is real, respond with what do you think? How do you, well, I guess, first of all, is this good advice? And and do you have alternative advice? I think that's a great answer for almost every question. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero alternative advice, but also I wouldn't do that because I know how my kid answers questions and that's just going to open up even bigger can of worms. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I feel like this. But why? It's always rude to answer but a question why? with a question, right? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, well, what do you? Well, what do you think? Okay, are you a therapist? How does it make you feel? So belittle you know, the whatever, child is what you're saying. Well, what I so um when I was a child, something I used to do to fuck with adults is that when I was like ten or eleven years old, I would do this. I would walk up to to like like family members or like people like at a situation, and I would be like, "Hey, is Santa Claus real?" And so many of them were like, "Yes, absolutely." And I'd be like, "Well, I know it's not real. And now I know you're lying to me, right?" It's, nice. And, Fucking and, natural um, born journalist. I I did not get invited uh-huh. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm testing my sources, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But uh, no, I think if, if a kid asks me, uh, it, it's a tough question. I think it's a good answer. What do you think actually is it? Is it like, what if the kid says, no, I don't think it's real. Then you're like, oh shit. You, then you're stuck with, you either have to confirm that or what, you do, just, what do you do is like, I don't think he's real. You know, like, ugh. Everybody here is in a, is, is, has, has been involved in a, in a long-term relationship. Everyone knows that the proper response to that is, that's interesting. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. huh. be with children. Do your children yeah. believe in Santa Claus? <laughs> so I will say, I will say this is the first year that we've done the Elf on the Shelf against I my better wishes. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. because I said that, I said that it teaches our children that it's okay for an outside operative to run an espionage mission inside of our own house. Sure, sure. And she is like, you're ridiculous. We have an elf. 
So we have awesome. Snowflake now. Snowflake is Absolutely in our house. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where was Snowflake on January 6th? <laughs> You don't oh know. no, he's breaking into the Capitol. He's like, oh, he's got, got a little axe in his hand. And, and a- I will say, I will say, I am, I will say, Jess may listen to this podcast eventually. And I'm forever grateful that she is okay with Snowflake being parked for like more than a week. Snowflake Snowflake's has not lazy. moved for a while. He's just been in the same place. And we tell the kids, you can't touch him. He's just hanging out. Like he likes it there. If and Snowflake I like that were at the him. January 6th riots, I feel like he'd be outed as an FBI plant immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah someone put him there. Someone put him so, there. Someone, yeah. 100%. He is a spy. He is a spy. <laughs> and I, I don't think you can sugarcoat the elf on the shelf any other way. It is so. It is a little figure that comes down, watches you, and reports back. That's well, a spy. That's espionage. And I, I, I feel uncomfortable that we're normalizing. Uh, you know it what? I'm, house. I'm with you. I feel very uncomfortable <laughs> with, um, the whole Christmas mythology and perpetuating that to children because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that lying to children and because the, the world is fucking amazing. There's so much amazing shit in the world, and you know, I'm, I'm a D and D player, but I don't need to be convinced that magic is real. Like, it's nice to use our imaginations and everything. But I, I'm just not into it. Like, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it w- with my kids. I also have zero fucking choice because if I yeah. if I don't play along, yeah. I'm ruining mm-hmm. it for other adults who do want to play that fucking gaslight game. Like, you're gaslighting your fucking kids. Yep. And, and let's be absolutely honest. Santa Claus is training wheels for Jesus. And as an atheist, I have real issues with that. Yep. He is a person who knows whether you've been bad or good and then gives you material rewards. And then when you're old enough, you graduate to a figure who knows whether you've been bad or good and gives you eternal rewards. It's the <laughs> or, or damnation it's or training troll, wheels. You know? You're literally buying your child's belief structure. <laughs> you're bribing. But, you're bribing them. Yeah. 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 But it works. <laughs> it does work. So does Jesus. <laughs> so, so does Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like when 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 our oldest is being a real asshole, we're like, "Uh, Snowflake's gonna tell Santa tomorrow," <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, "No, I promise, I didn't do it." And it's like, "Oh, <laughs> you're not allowed to beat your kids anymore." <laughs> not that I'm advocating beating your kids, but back in the back in the day, back in the day, you would just beat the shit out of your kids, and they would behave. Now you need some sort of outside uh, outside force to intercede on your behalf as a parent because you've got nothing in the fucking tank. You have no weapons to use against your children. All they have to do is say, fucking no. And once they realize that you're in real trouble. You're like snowflake (laughs) soul. Look how good we all turned out getting our asses beat. And I say, and I say, snowflake told that. Snowflake told Santa that. And she's like, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. You're like, I like Snowflake. What you need to do for your elf on the shelf is, you know, get a G.I. Joe and put the elf under the sink and have the water pouring. He's waterboarding like your spy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you get? Who, who sent you? You remember that scene from Casino Royale? You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that bothers me about elf on the shelf is that everywhere that you see it for purchase, it always has the subtitle, a Christmas tradition. Elf on a shelf is like 15 fucking years old. 
the earliest I saw it was 2004 when you go see the movie Elf. They talk about the Elf on the Shelf. That is the first time I have ever heard of it. Ever since then, everyone's acting like it's a childhood tradition. It's been around since 2004. Yeah, since at least 2004. Maybe, I don't know. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's marketing. They're selling action figures. So I agree it's a dumb thing. Um, and oh, it's, it's marketing, dumb, but yeah. we do it. Yeah. And social media it's helps. It's dumb and we do it. And like, that's what you're like. Let's be my buddies who are like, you don't do Elf on the Shelf, do you? I'm like, oh, we absolutely do. And Just like wife. the Christmas cards yeah. and wrapping the presents. I, I don't move it. In fact, I'd, I'd be willing to bet I'm our various significant it. others are currently right now <laughs> not writing Christmas thing. cards and wrapping presents. <laughs> I think they're buying presents from me. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> my, my wife is, is making yeah. Christmas yeah. cookies yeah. currently. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was an apt meme that Jess showed me as like husband, wife and like gifts they're responsible for husband responsible for the wife's gift, wife responsible for like their mom, their dad, my mom, my dad, kids, everything. And it's like kids open a gift. They say, oh, I wonder what this is. It's for mom and dad. I wonder what this is. And dad says, yeah, I wonder what that is, too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that is 100 percent correct. Well, so like now that I have this, I've had a within the past two years, like infatuation with sneakers. Once I start like making commission checks on my job, I'll probably start buying people sneakers for Christmas. So like big spender, that's that's going to be my recurring Christmas gift is like that's my goal is for the family to have matching sneakers on Christmas. Not this year. Size 11 for me. Yeah, size 10. Uh, Just letting you know. Oh, you got their muck boots. <laughs> I've got a banging pair of muck boots, but that's not really a podcast topic. I've got my banging boots. They're the they're the they're the galoshes I wear when I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What waterproof shoes, oh, yeah. You wear shoes, not waterproof just socks. But now what do you think? <laughs> in a water bed. You suck in a water bed. Yeah. No, not anymore. I've got my, that's uh, like, I'm 40 years old. I can't sleep on a fucking water bed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do I, yeah, do I look like your fucking dealer? Jesus, Matt. Is <laughs> <laughs> the reason for the season, obviously. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, if you are found if you find yourself in one of those situations where a child is coming to you and asking you if Santa is real and you absolutely cannot escape this conversation somehow, I do think that what do you think is a good response, but it does lock you into a conversation. I think the best thing to do is just agree. He is real and his name is Rick Reynolds. And I'd like to thank Rick Reynolds for the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress. <laughs> available on <laughs> iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. He's also got a YouTube channel. You can check him out. Honestly, like I said at the top of the episode, the folks who have co-hosted this podcast with me, whether it's for one episode or 60-something episodes, I, I wouldn't have the mental fortitude to do this on my own. So I thank you. I, I thank the three of you. And I also thank uh, everybody else who's guested on the show. Shane, Ryan, Katie, Ian, Kalia. Uh, Monica, I, I think that's everybody, right? I didn't miss anybody. And, and, and so, for for all of our diehard listeners currently know. in this chat, yeah, did I, I miss so. anybody? No. Okay, moving on. <laughs> 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 
Uh, CJ, do you want to drop some uh, social media on these folks? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Backyard Pitmaster SC. No weird startup spelling. It's just the way it's spelled. Uh, and let me know if you want to know how to cook a brisket. I always want to know how to cook a brisket. And I, I think I'm the only other person in this chat that wants to know how to cook a brisket. <laughs> 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 all right, Cap, hit us with your good stuff. Well, if you want to find my show, Shrimp and Crits, you can find us on all the sh- social medias at Shrimp and Crits. We're a bi-weekly Monster of the Week actual play podcast. And if you want to find me personally, I'm on Twitter at Cap and Crits. That's Crits with a C. Uh, other than that, come listen to our show. Um, and go back and listen to all the Halloween episodes with me on it of Don't Wreck Yourself and all the random ones. Episode 69, especially uh, a very especially horny episode. Very Will, fun. I forgot about Will. Will was on an episode. You couldn't, you can't forget about Will. Will. I have an entire recording of Will telling the story of the time that he was arrested in Texas. Phenomenal. I mean, obviously, <laughs> that'll get you put on the naughty list, but it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can find me individually at Foodicide. That's at F-O-O-D-I-C-E on Twitter and Instagram. I'm not terribly active there because Wreck Your Pod is my online life on <laughs> all the various platforms at Wreck Your Pod. We are also wreckyourpod at gmail.com where you can send your questions, comments, and concerns, and most importantly, your episode topics. So if between now and next week, you're looking at your NFT wallet and wondering whether you have what it takes to be a Trump champion and you don't have time to, I don't know, overthrow our government, we encourage you to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. (laughs) Don't wreck yourself. Don't wreck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) We are united, but we're so far apart and it won't change till we change. It's called Smut. Give me smut and nothing but a dirty novel I can't shut if it's uncut and unsut. Tall. I've never quibbled. If it was ribbled, I would devour where others merely nibbled. As the judge remarked the day that he acquitted my Aunt Hortense, to be smut it must be utterly without redeeming social importance. Poor, the graphic pictures I adore. Indecent magazines galore, I like them more if they're hardcore. Bring on the obscene movies, murals, postcards, neckties, samplers, stained glass windows, tattoos, anything. More, more, I'm still not satisfied. Stories of tortures used by debauchers, lurid, licentious, and vile. Make me smile. Novels that pander to my taste for candor Give me a pleasure sublime Let's face it, I love slime All books can be indecent books Though recent books are bolder For filth, I'm glad to say Is in the mind of the beholder When correctly viewed, everything is lewd I could tell you things about Peter Pan And the Wizard of Oz There's a dirty old man Hill, and I 
I suppose I always will If it is swill and really fill The Who needs a hobby like tennis or philately? I've got a hobby, rereading Lady Chatterley But now they're trying to take it all away from us Unless we take a stand and hand in hand We fight for freedom of the press In other words, smut, I love it Ah, the adventures of a slut Oh, I'm a market they can't glut I don't know what compares with smut Hip, hip, hooray, let's hear it for the Supreme Court Don't let them take it 